Hello. Hello, hello, hello. What's good, everybody? We are live and well on a beautiful Tuesday. Mm. Um, We are always 400. This is the Producer Lounge podcast. We have uh, your host, Caleb, Dave, myself, Austin, and special guest, Tempo Shaman. Yes, yes. Oi, oi. What's up, boy? How you doing today? Yes, yes. I'm doing awesome. Good, good. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Great to have you here. All right. Uh, Well, yeah, you can uh, you can watch this uh, on YouTube or on any of the podcast apps. Um, Follow us on social media at always 400 official. Just kind of anywhere. And do all that. That would help us. That would be nice. Shoot a follow. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Always 400. Uh, uh, Always. We just hit 50 (laughs) followers here today on Twitch. So uh, we did one more step closer to getting that verification. But go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button. Mm -hmm. Anyways. (laughs) Well, we're back with another tantalizing episode, as I like Mm. to say. Yep. As always, we've rigorously come up with topics. Oh, yeah. We plan and ideas. Haven't we? Mm. No cards. We got tons to talk (laughs) about here. We built a PowerPoint. Just for uh, this episode. <laughs> yeah, and we got a new desk. We did get a new desk. Here yeah. in the studio. This is solid mahogany. Mahogany, oh, yeah. It feels so nice. You have mm. no idea. Imported Where, from yeah. Spain. That's, that's what I was going to yeah. ask. Where did you ship it in from, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's Spanish for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Caleb um, knows his wood. Only so. the best. I do, I do know wood. Dude, you know? Some great carpentry. <laughs> hey. Some great feel. Yeah, it's it's good, you know? Yeah. It'll well, do. It'll well do. Made for well now. made. I think it was like 700 pounds. It was hard to get <laughs> in here. I, as you can see, folks, we're on like the 84th floor. Um, yeah. We had so, to go up the stairs with it, too. Yeah, wow. it wouldn't fit in the elevator. Yeah. You could bang on it, though. Mm-hmm. It's sturdy. You could. It's, it's you could. Uh, you know. Throw her up there. <laughs> or him. <laughs> or, him. <laughs> or they. Or they. them. What, however, them. yeah. However or you the like microwave, it. if it's you're sturdy. like that. Oh, it's God. sturdy. That's what, yeah, that's the point here, okay? Yeah. That's the point. It's sturdy. <laughs> it's very sturdy wood. Yes, it is. Um. Well, we're here to talk about music production, not wood. Yeah. Believe yeah. it or not. That's, that's next week. Next week is the wood special. Next so. week is the wood special. That's correct. Yeah. Mark it on your calendars. Uh, yep. Same time as always, 8.30, Mountain Standard Time. Because any, anybody... Who cares? Knows Mountain Standard Time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Center of the country. Most mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Base capital. Yep. Base capital. What do you do? Yeah. Not much. You drop bass. <laughs> <laughs> drop those low frequencies, folks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's right. right. Mm. The best. The best. So we were up in the kitchen talking a little bit about. Um, Space and atmospheres. Mm. How to build a vibe, like a nice little. Background. Too much space, perhaps. Too much space is what you're saying you used to do, right? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Was so, it so? Was a criminal in the too much space department. Ah, uh, that's it's how it goes sometimes, though. That's how you learn, right? Oh yeah. There's so, a proper way to do it, but as we were saying, you know, mute doesn't work, and silence isn't necessarily space. So. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, so basically the idea here being if you want to make some very, very minimal type music, then 
it would seem like you would want to do very little in that situation. Correct. But in our reality, you want to be doing a bunch of little baby things that make it feel like nothing is happening, but also exactly give you an environment for precisely your wubs. Your right. mm-hmm. the elements that are going on have to yeah. be seemingly doing nothing, but there still has to be elements for that, you know, to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> we want to hear or some kind of space, reality. some kind of physical yeah. space, because there's no nowhere is there silence. Correct. No. Correct. So peaks and valleys, as uh, as they say. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who? Alan Watts specifically, ah, but okay. yeah, there, there let's it is. go. <laughs> there it is. First Wub. Alan Watts drop on the me. pod. You I'm made proud me, of you. but <laughs> that's our first Alan Watts uh, quote here in the pod. Yeah. Hey, probably won't be our last, folks. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. So, atmosphere, atmosphere. Yeah. It's a tough one. It is. I. It can you get away with just reverb on things? Sometimes, yeah. I think there's many situations where you can, for sure, um, depending on the noise or the the instrument using that you're using. Um, you probably can, but you know, I I'd, I'd say few and far between. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like maybe once in your drop, you have a little like reverb throw where it fills that like one yeah, beat or I something. I mean, I, I know that for sure. Where I. Uh, you know, I have that at least a couple times, or at least two or three layers in this new tune I'm working on right now, um, where, you know, I have stuff, you know, going to the, you know, group bus of it, you know, and, and effects on that, but one channel just needs a little bit more, you know, space or, Sneak like, microphone yeah, your face. space or, you know, atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. y- reverb usually does a trick, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a good little yeah. delay light throw. Reverb. I like the delay throw. Uh, well. Right. As I was just gonna say, correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. I'm correct. a sucker for delay. Oh, it's so good, right? Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. yeah I always go back to uh, the difference between making music electronically and making it uh, uh, like traditionally recording instruments and whatnot, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you just have to get the space whenever you're recording instruments and such. Mm-hmm. Because you're using a microphone in a space. That space exists, and therefore it is now in your track. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whereas if you're doing something digital, it's not there. There's no space there. You're not right. micing anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're building it in a vacuum of sorts. Right. When, right. you know, acoustically you're, you know, a- after that's baked into the audio, it, that's, you know, some can be some hard stuff to get out or Mm -hmm. impossible you know yeah yeah Yeah. so if you wanted to replicate a scenario that kind of sounds similar to if you were to like make it um record it from live instruments or in a room or whatever there's a bunch of things you gotta think about um you gotta think about obviously just the reverb and delay in the room in general um, which you're going to have more or less of if you're in like a dope studio versus recording in a garage. And I mean, the difference between a dope studio and a garage would mainly be, you know, the amount sa- of the room. Um, amount of present. room. Would you say, well, obviously, you know, the sound diffusion and, you know, mm-hmm. sound treatment is good. Yeah. Gonna- so you're going to have a much, you're going to have much less 
reverb and room situation if you're in a studio versus if you Correct. are in yeah. like a lively room. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that case, what you have is less of the room noise and more of just parts of electronics that the microphones are running through and the way you're recording it is what's giving you that space. Mm-hmm. So amplifiers, uh, whatever the curvature of um, the EQ of whatever microphone you're using, um, amplifiers. I said that twice. I was thinking of two different kinds of amplifiers in my mm. head. Okay. <laughs> of course. But yeah, all that extra signal mess that you are trying to get rid of if you're recording instruments, that's Precisely. the thing you got to insert into your track. You know, and it, it reminds me exactly of, you know, the difference between um, having humanistic vibes when you're playing, you know, a regular drum set or, you know, and having those robotic you know, production computer vibes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, that we as producers usually try to, you know, get rid of as, you know, as much as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. For sure. You're just kind of fighting two different sides of the the war there. Totally. Right. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing when you were talking about space. Um, There is like the room space when you're recording an instrument. Um, But I was thinking about the way like people program keys or like piano or something when they're doing it. Typically what I see is like, you know, you have your three notes and it's perfectly connected to the next chord, you know, just like a giant block. But if you're actually playing keys, there's like a little bit of space in between each chord, you know, and not sure. every note hits at the same time. So like sure. that kind of space is also really important when making a song because yeah. it gives that like natural flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I it's hard like to program. That. It's possible, yeah, but it's hard. Yeah. Space but, is yeah. a necessary thing in a track. Yeah. You can't, can't get the right uh overall dynamics of like like the mood of the track without like enough actual just space happening right. in, yeah. in between all your heavy shit I'm assuming you're putting in your tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. you need something that's more blank to reference, you know, stuff that you want to pop, you know. Right, right. For sure. Yeah, and just that idea of like breathing room. Yeah. Because it's like if you have just a giant run on sentence baseline, it gets a little overwhelming, you know? Yeah. And if you have that sec to just like, and we're back, like it's just so much more impactful that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why I, I think, think everyone does like the pre drop vocal thing. Because yeah. it's the giant buildup, which is all the tension in the world, and then the, the breath, and then you fucking slam in. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's quite uh, measured, if you mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Indeed. Well, that brings us to pads. Mm. How right. do you guys? How do you guys deal with pads? So wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Let's keep talking about space, okay? Um, because we've we've talked a lot about what you might want, but not how to achieve it at all. Mm. Okay, good point. I feel like we good should point. talk it, about how to achieve it. We can milk yeah, the, that for quite a bit longer. For sure. the The pads <laughs> we do. Uh, the pads I know do we have tie a lot of topics, but yeah, <laughs> the pads do tie into <laughs> the night, um, atmospheric oh, totally. space. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um. But yes, true. To I mean, as we were saying, to achieve space, the the right idea is not to you know be leaving stuff blank. I mean, you you know, space is is full, but it seems empty. So you, I mean, you have to achieve that through very minimal techniques or minimal sounds, you know, minimal atmospheres, including pads. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I mean, I feel like that's the best way to you know, present something that isn't as intense as what they were just hearing or they're about to hear, 
but it's going to uh, give it a good contrast. It's good. It's going right, to give it a good right. black and white. And you're going to be able to see it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think or here you can use. For, yeah, you can <laughs> definitely do like reverb and pads. Um, I I definitely love putting noise in mm-hmm. my tracks. So mm-hmm. say, just yeah. generally in there. I do need to get always better. I do need to get better at the white noise on top of uh, yeah, or just stuff. noise of some sort. And not yeah. necessarily yeah. white noise. Go with like um to record outside. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a yeah, like a recording of like a natural environment. Yeah. Is really dope for something like Smash that. Smash it and turn it down. Yeah. Up yeah, in the mountains. Pull the lows out okay. at the mm-hmm. beach you know? with some water right. if you're into that. You know? It's actually mm-hmm. just doing that um. I mean, I guess this counts. It's, it's just atmospheric kind of uh, beach stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Night, yeah. night beach. Um, cool. So a lot, a lot of bugs and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know waves, and just turned down to probably minus twenty two. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, just so, way down there. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I mean, yeah. you're you're barely hearing it, if ever. But it's, right. it's there. You know, it's it's producing yeah. something. So yeah, and especially if you're you have that. And then you're compressing that against all the other things in that uh, group of instruments or whatever. Those things are getting a little potentially like a reverb send they're getting thrown mm-hmm. to. So you're getting a little bit over there. Um, using convolutions pretty good mm-hmm. for getting like roomy kind of vibes yep. okay. on things. Um, if you use like a really, really tight convolution um on whatever like group of things or whatever you can really set them in a space. Yeah. You could also um, use cabinet. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were wanting to bring up cabinet yeah, anyway. That's basically that's a great... what I wanted to bring up for us. Exactly that. Right. Just oh, throw it in it. Like I throw my hi hats in a cabinet almost every time now. Really? Each really? hi hat has a oh. different version of cabinet on it. Oh interesting. And I just go through and just like start choosing random bits. I'm like, oh two by twelve in a condenser Far. That and sounds it, pretty neat, and I have it at like fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Are you talking the mm-hmm. Ableton cabinet? Or, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. But it just like colors them and puts yep. them like yep. slightly away. Yeah, I like to put a so cabinet nice. before my reverbs a lot. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. I'll do like a convolution reverb or like a cabinet or something like that. That's just a tight guy mm-hmm. that. Puts it in a completely different room before it hits the reverb, and so the reverb gets like a nice little different kind of spatial right. aspect. Way more. Yeah, it makes it different from the original signal more. Right. Um, gives you a lot more room to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, that's room. Definitely work. something <laughs> I have not probably ever used is a cabinet. So mm-hmm. the cab is much either. My yeah. cab is dope. Put Super it, useful. Put it on your hi hat loops, folks. Telling you, heard it here. I'm interested, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. I could show you that project that I was working on. And we can do an AB. Yeah, and the hi hat sounds <laughs> so much better with cabinet on them. Oh, just yeah. immediately. I I haven't done it with my house tracks, which I'm stoked to start doing because that's always a bummer with the open hi hat. Uh, it's it's so easy to make it too harsh, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to make it too quiet. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not necessarily about amplitude. When you're working on the beat, it's about like why did like the hi hats just are sterile, and mm-hmm. you can put them in reverb, but then it kind of like is too much, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to like tuck it just right because they're happening so sequentially in a house track. 
you can end up with like the pre-delay kind of like syncopation, which it might be what you want. Right. But sometimes I just want it somewhere else. So a cab would be perfect because it'll just like, just like puts a, an EQ shape on it basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like just, the same as doing like a convolution. Yeah. yeah. It's just for sure. Less buttons, which is yeah. nice. You can just be like, this is, this is the one that sounds the best. Yeah. And 25 The cabinet typically comes mono. Well, it starts out mono anyway. Yo. Oh. Demi chicken underscore seven. Thank What's you for the follow. Oh, there we go. What's up, Tommy? <laughs> how you doing, baby? Let's go. What's up, Tommy? Hey, uh, Tommy. How you doing? Hey, Tommy. What's up, man? Yeah, the, the cabinet's more of like a, it's trying to mimic a uh, speaker cabinet. Right. Whereas like a convolution is trying to mimic the actual like room, room. space. Yeah, reverberation, yeah. reflections. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they're doing similar things. Right. What, if you're the, using the, them in this fashion. The cabinet is more of a comb filter. I would say. And you, you say you put the cabinet in front of the reverb for what, uh, what reason exactly? So you're changing the sound before it hits the reverb. Yeah. So that way um, the reverb is coming from a different source, kind of a right. vibe. Right. Right, right, right. Which makes it stick out more against the original signal. Yeah. Because, you know, you turn a reverb up and it kind of just like blends between the signal. It's hard to hear... The original sound versus the reverb. Yeah. And have like a lot of reverb. So if you want to have a lot of reverb, you have to make that reverb very different sounding than the original signal. So okay. you have to like set it, set, you got to separate it. So that's a really good way to do it is stick something before it. Mm -hmm. um, you could do, I mean, a lot of the time I'll just do an EQ with low and high passes and maybe like a notch or two. Or... Um, I will do like a, um, yeah, like a convolution or a cabinet or something to just like make it weird or even like distort the fuck out of it yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'll put do a, a lot of times. Filter in front of it and put a lot of resonance on the filter and find the sweet spot where it hits like a cool node <sighs> for the reverb to yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anything before the reverb to like change it is. It will change your life, and that mm -hmm. so never do reverb the same. That's thing. easier when it's in parallel. <laughs> I would say yes. It's only possible in Ableton. Yeah, only in, in parallel. In, in yeah, in in parallel. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're in Bitwig, right, it has a little. It has yeah. It has you have a options. sidebar that you can throw you effects got, in. Are you guys options. on that? What? Are you guys on Bitwig? A little bit. Any of you? Yeah, they just might, a might be bit. fucking with it a little bit. I'm too scared Did to commit to it. <laughs> might be swapping over. Jesus. Okay, so hold on. Real fast, Maybe. guys. My mind is getting <laughs> fucking blown right now. You know Full Metal? Yes. Full Metal? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, dude. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I, no. So we, were, uh, we were in class together when I first moved here. No. Oh, yeah, man. I love him. Love him. That dude's sick. I met him like a few months back. He's make cool some dude. insane music. Uh, what's I up, guys? Yeah. Slam Academy. Got peeps in the I'm chat right now. Let's go. Oh, what's up, Walshy? Let's if go, you, baby. If you were to have yeah, crew. Uh, production questions, you could ask them. You oh, could. yeah. Just FYI. Whatever's Actually, on what your you, mind. What you want to know, boys? That's Technical, why philosophical. You can also send questions uh, to always400official at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Or just hit the uh, Discord. Uh, uh, always 400. Discord uh, uh, in. Nope. Always 400. The description below. Always. 
Yeah. Um, also, dude, yeah, new studio. It looks fucking great, right? Yeah. yeah. We're up here, uh, so 84th floor here in Denver. Yep. yep. Nice mahogany yep. table. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beautiful. We're yeah. changing locations Space every Man week, Dan, but baby. today we got the, the skyline. Yeah, we might end up in space. Who knows? Let's go. Oh, what's up? K-Mavi? We got, we got something K-Mavi? for you, Danny boy. Spaceman Dan, the legend Dan himself. Dan's Dan's back. Let's Let's go. go. What up, 420? This is part of the podcast where we're just excited about people watching the stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's Uh, coming to the 4th of July party. He's going to DJ a bit for us. Yeah. Let's go, Dan. All right. This should uh, incentivize people watching on YouTube. Head on over to Twitch. That's right. Oh, thanks for the follow, Stanky Funk. Oh, boy. We can our numbers look great now. (laughs) Nice. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> okay, so anything else along the atmosphere thing? Should we move to pads? Oh, wait, I I'm got, sorry, I got yeah. one more thing and, I want to say. Oh, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. No, you're fine. You no, go, no, go for it. Um, so it's not really an atmosphere thing. It kind of goes along with it with the noise thing. Um, I've been hyped on instead of just laying out your noise, just being like static in the background the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just like find a good little loop of it and make like a mini beat almost out of it. Yeah, yeah. So get, Chop like, it up a little like, bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you get, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's so always. much more fun. And then you just always. get like a little always. Yeah. You, you guys know. all do that? Yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah. I, I'm no, late to the party. I nerd out hardcore on that. <laughs> Everything you're, has you're a rhythm. You're giving me ideas, brother. Trust me. I've so, never done that. So that is that is a solid idea for sure. Dude, yeah, dude, it's fun. And it's it makes so more of a subtle, beat with it for sure. Everything has a rhythm. Oh yeah, must have a rhythm. Yeah, what was yeah, that like thing that. we were talking about the other day? Where it's like if you loop something enough times, you start to just oh the the, the theory. It's like, a... it's like a it's some kind of like uh, I I heard a bassist talking about it on some like at some convention, mm-hmm. and his his theory or whatever was if you play a simple or a good simple beat or rhythm, it becomes more interesting the longer you listen. You know, Whereas a very complex rhythm is, it's fascinating immediately, but then you get tired of it more quickly. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, I definitely just heard something very recently that, um, I, I don't know if it was proof by any means, but it, it said that the more you listen to a track, the more you like it. Pretty, oh, um, I agree with that 100%. Um, and I, I, I will to say, a certain I, point, I would say, I disagree point. with that as a producer. It has, yeah. and all, yeah, all <laughs> it has diminishing returns for sure. Right. But um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I do think there's a little something to that. Um, you know, you, you do get a lot more time to delve into the intricacies and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole vibe of the tune. Um, but at the same time, like you were saying, it, you can, you know, go onto some radio, you know, stuff and, be tired of it in you know a couple seconds yeah Yeah, right Mm -hmm. so yeah so what i was hinting at a little more apparently it's called apophenia and it's similar to the concept of pareidolia um so pareidolia yeah yeah yeah, for (laughs) the homies who who don't know (laughs) i don't know pareidolia is like if you look into the clouds and you see a face in it or Mm. like if you see jesus in your toast like it's not really there but you're kind of seeing it so an insane person. <laughs> yeah, or someone on drugs. <laughs> yeah. One yeah, the no, same. it's a, a mental uh, mental yeah, memory thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then, like, the sonic equivalent, equivalent, apophenia, is, like, if a fan or, like, white noise is just playing over and over, you start to hear a rhythm or you start mm-hmm. to hear a melody. Oh, yeah. Same way the car cool. blinkers are, you know. Car blinker, yeah. Right? You're yeah. like, ooh, fucking oh, yeah. drop a trap beat on that? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's why you got to be careful when you're working on a loop. Because you'll sit there and like you're 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 working on one sound, you go and solo a track, 
and you're sitting there fiddling with it, trying to make it sound super cool. 100%. And then you open your track back up, and you're like, that sound is it you doesn't even know, sound like anything. In you the know track. where I yeah. do that a lot is where I'm working on a full tune. I have most of it laid out, and I go work on a certain section. And you know, it's it's going into like a crucial, uh, you know, second drop, or you know, it's carrying on a vibe that it you know needs to you know own up to. Yeah. And it will be great on its own. You'll play it from the beginning, awesome. But you play it in reference, and it's you know, it, it's not gonna right. cut it right. whatsoever. You're right. Right. Oh, it sucks so bad. Mm, yeah, uh, but I mean that always. is also the oh. you know the curse and the blessing of listening to your tune fifty billion times every session that you're you know producing. Right, mm-hmm. I'm constantly just back to four. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta try and space uh, moments out between working on the song. Just to kind of give yourself a moment to yeah. be able to understand if you're actually doing anything good or not. 100%. Right. I'll, I'll close on my Ableton, you know, even if it's for 10 minutes, yeah. you know, just to force myself not to hit play, fiddle with it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. listen to it loop and be like, no, it's cool. <laughs> it kind of is, but yeah, you suck. It might not it be. Also, it also sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might be trash. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. So. Pads. pads 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 um give us the pads i have a hard time with pads same mm. one because it's so close to like keys so it's like do i play a chord do i just play the root right. note mm. do i funny. play the fifth do i drone it what, I... yeah most of the time i end up droning it mm. on like the root note but i'll throw it through enough processing where it doesn't really have a tone anymore and it's just ethereal and then i'll like make it pan wide and like go all weird and go into reverb and come nice. in and out so it's like just an atmosphere that's moving that's yeah, like the best mm-hmm. i can do i most really of the time. think that's yeah I, I truly think that's uh the most you can do sometimes yeah it's just like and i can't have like a whole chord progression or whatnot or well uh, anything taking away from just the space it creates like right. that's that's what i want it there for is just creating the, the, the volume and I mean, with your uh, with your guys's house project, that's obviously a lot more prevalent mm. than I'm sure some of your other styles. Maybe not, but um, I feel like house is just infamous for you know a lot of pads. Uh, I could be you know. It, it depends on the house, okay. but yeah, it uh, depends on the style. I think there's definitely like tech tech house tracks that I'll still need something in the background. Okay, it's just. You know, there's nothing happening. Yeah. Okay. I don't do a lot of pads in my house tracks. Really? If I do, I'll do Probably one, and it's a pads. drone, and it's just like atmosphere oh, wow, again. Okay. Yeah. Every okay. every once in a while, something gets in there. Yeah. Or yeah, I mean maybe more so keys or a rave stab with like reverb. Right. Will yeah. okay. fulfill that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was telling you guys earlier, I I hardly use pads. Um, you know, in the in the classical sense, what you might sure. think of as pads. Um, but then again, a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the goal that you're going for with pads is to fill up space in the background, mm-hmm. you know, and you, and you can get that achieved in many ways, like we were talking about, um, right. delay being one of my favorite on, you know, some, some more high end information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it really does all come back to atmosphere though. I feel like. In the, in that uh, in that realm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. One thing um, 
you could get lost in with pads is having far too much high end in them. Um, a lot of the time, if I have a pad going, I have it low pass down to like 500. Yeah. Or like it's like maybe, maybe it's a gentle slope, but it gets a hard low pass. Okay. Um, as far as just it's deep. Yeah. And it just gives you that like it, low mids that you kind of need to kind of be filling up. Right. You know, I feel like it's the spaces. mainly to like lead the lead. Le- the listener to where you want them to go. Yeah. Like it fills up the space, but it's also basically just like that subtle hint the whole time. Be like, it's, it's, we're yeah. going, it's, it's a little tense. Oh, here we go. We're going somewhere. You you're know, just, basically like that. I need it for 15 seconds. Right. That's it. You're holding the structure together. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have um your whole track done with or without a pad and you... Um, are smashing it at the end. You want to make it nice and loud and thumpy and like have that pressure kind mm-hmm. of vibe mm. that you get with the nice mastering. If you have no pad, then whenever there is space, all the all the stuff, yeah, all the noise just right sucks. It's up. going in and out. And if you have something there to take it in, then it'll go to that instead. Right, right. Which is a much more pleasant thing to kind of go to right. in those little brief moments between noises. Right. Just some little nice 500 hertz. Yeah. Little guy. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's a good call. And, and you can just soak and, any kind of noise in a shit ton of reverb and then low pass it. You, you said mm-hmm. you're lo- low or high passing the 500? Uh, Taking all the highs out. Gotcha. Yeah. Cutting okay. the highs. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would probably cut the lows too, obviously. Sure. Yeah, um, right. But... Right. So you you just got a little chunk of pad in there. Right. Yeah. And if you want to get a little bit high after that, then smoke, smoke a joint. Smoke yeah. a joint. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Snuck that. That kind of uh kind of reminds hey. me of a, a little random um tip I was seeing on a uh, a YouTube video recently with um cutting your synths at a uh you know, at a, a gradual cut um around seven K. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, it's, it's actually trick. That. It's actually done dummy wonders, dude. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna Listen. lie. It was Listen, really folks. easy, really easy hack, I would say. But cutting the uh, since at seven k, um, and uh, yeah, obviously do a little bit of sec- just subtractive EQing too. But right, like shelf it or full on. You can cut it at no, like twelve. Like 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 it's not a hard cut. It's yeah, just kind right. of like slowly tapering Very off gradual. at seven k. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you can put a little node there too if you wanted to. Yeah. At, at yeah. I've, tip. I've I've done that a couple of times where it just mm-hmm. kind of bumps up at like it, seven and a half and then goes away. You know, in just the same way that you cut out your subs and you know your EQs when you're mastering on everything, um, it does add that, uh, or rather, it does give the you know those hi hats and those you know mm-hmm. your tops snare the tops, snares, the things yeah. that need that super it, exactly, high and it, it really gives them a little bit more pronunciation there. And you'll I be mean, super surprised when you take away down to seven thousand how little well, of a difference you a, hear. That's a huge part of the spectrum that you're cutting out on yeah. the high end. But yeah. you know, I mean, you, uh, I mean, more often than not, you're not gonna want those, you know, those huge tops on right. you know your big synth so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm also you know 
I also do have a, a hard time with um, just high end. It, it really oh. bugs my ears. So mm-hmm. it, as little as I can get of it, I'm I'm down. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I really it, it, my, I'm down. my tinnitus is out of control. It's dude. hard. Dude, yeah, it, it is hard to deal it's, with. It's hard not Specifically, life. don't cut down to seven thousand hertz. Don't do that. What you want to do is listen to the sound and start cutting out highs. Until it doesn't sound good. It's a way- and then bring it back in until it sounds good. So maybe it's 5,000. Right. Or maybe it's eight or 9,000. That's a yeah. way better way to. to say this because that that is just a general like hack. Yeah. Like, uh, you it's know, a good spot to go to. It's a great spot to go to. It's a starting to. point. Yes. But if you um, do that to every single synth in your track, exactly. there's going to be some issues. 100%. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're here for you folks. That's right. That trick, um, specifically that trick and the between, uh, what is it, like four and 6,000 hertz? The super. Three and 6,000 oh, hertz? Yeah. No, it's four, uh, f- 400 to, four, to 6,000 hertz. Your mids, just consider that your mids. Oh, okay, see. And when you are mixing your track, you got... Every th- it's basically done. I think You're it's just four to, to two make it. thousand. I think it's six. Pretty sure it's six. Hmm, okay. Um, you. It doesn't matter though. It, it doesn't matter. It's oh, the mids. Yeah. The mids is what we're focusing on. The, but, I would say that's a generally good spot though. Yeah. So in that area, that four to six thousand, go through every single track before you start doing any extra amounts. Uh, obviously, you want the volume to be good on everything or whatever. Right. Your your track probably already sounds good at this point. We're just trying to make it sound better. You go to each little individual thing, and you figure out, you just push up in the mid-range, just all over, until mm-hmm. it sounds better in your mix. And then you go through, and you do that channel to channel to channel, mm-hmm. and it'll just so breathe like so much more robustness into the track. I hear you. Right, and you'd be surprised how many mids you were missing. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big oh, time. yeah. So I I should I should also do that, but I do have a problem with um, sometimes putting too much mids and um, I, I guess I would say low mids into my tracks to a point mm-hmm. where it can it can get a little clippy, you know, on systems or mm-hmm. you know uh, because I I don't know how to master well, obviously. Well, this but, will fix that. Right. So this keeps they're the, saying that fixes boosting. that problem. Okay. Specifically, because. I know this problem very, very well. I deal with this myself, and it's a nightmare. But it's very hard to understand how to get like a really good, accurate low end um, in your track without having a really decent like listening situation. Mm-hmm. And like the the studio I had before this current studio, I couldn't hear my bass to save my life. Um, There's a much better kind of scenario for me over there, but in my new room which is smaller and maybe not the best, I can hear my sub way better just because of the placement of the speakers and whatnot. Right. But what I noticed is that like uh, under 200 hertz was just too much. I was putting way too much of that in there because I needed to feel it. But 100%. what that is doing is it's limiting what you can do on the high end side right. of things. 100%. Your I had the same gone. exact problem mm-hmm. uh, when I was first releasing tunes where my low end was way right. too boosted to you know to help me here in my room basically 
Yeah. And I didn't really realize that. And yeah. it's hard to get a grasp on it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, you, you got to see it. Caleb was doing a really good job in the last studio um, space that we were in working on it. And he was doing it by analyzing his tracks a lot. Like you were, you were paying like really close attention to yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. right? That, yeah. That's what's made the biggest difference for me lately. Span. With the span analyzing you know, and subtractive EQ has been my biggest, you know, mm-hmm. thing in the last, you know. What would be recently. a good way to understand how to read it? Could you explain that? <clears throat> Could um, we pull like a track into into Ableton? Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, there we go. I could help out and a little bit. Pull up span bit. and look. I, um, I don't. I couldn't really give uh, reasons for why this is true but I, i've gotten advice um the biggest thing i needed help with as far as span goes and you know um seeing where the levels went with my uh, was with my sub bass and mm-hmm. um i got a good tip that was saying um you want the sub bass to be pretty much peaking at negative 30 to negative 36 mm, i've heard that with span yeah, so um that was a huge thing when I re when I went back and you know re-listened to a lot of my older tunes. I mean, it's going way above that, and then obviously my other end is just you know right. It's gone. Yeah, um, on the high side of things. Exactly. So you, it, it's a uh, an unbalanced track. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys are familiar. Like they, you know, usually oh, yeah. for the most part, a nice tune should have some nice balance. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more low end, a little bit more swoop to it. Yeah. Um, Dude, I'm so shitty at balancing. I know. It's it's not good. Well, yeah. <laughs> you just pull up the EQ and try and make it look flat. Exactly. Well, flat with a four with a, a yeah, three, three decibel, decibel curve. curve on it. Yeah, which, which is the whole thing. EQs have built in. Yeah, they're usually. St- Standard, yeah, like that. So, give us a second, folks. We'll switch over to Ableton. Do you have any uh, reference tracks on your computer? Oh wait, are of we gonna I get do. um? I have hundreds of reference. What is Twitch's thing with um copyright? Can we play a track? Um, we'll just grab a small little section and just like loop it. Yeah, it'll be okay. fine. Yeah. Um, cool. I, I could even just like, it only grab sticks one around for or... a little while. It would just mute it on Twitch. Is all it would do. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe YouTube would have issues. Which that. YouTube had a problem with our feedback stream where we listened to that one dude's track. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it's like copyright strike. I was like, okay, oh, the ooh, one guy. Where uh, nobody's going to watch it. Wait, yeah, YouTube? Yeah. yeah. That we, makes more wait, sense. Wait, posted a feedback No, 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 no. Oh, no. Maybe it was something else. One of the Twitch videos you were like watching. No, no, it wasn't a feedback stream, but we did listen to this oh, guy's track on, at the track, end yeah. of an episode. Right, well, we can't do that anymore. You know, what a bummer. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, folks. <laughs> See, the thing is, um, on Twitch, I've had problems um, streaming my own tunes because I, I want to say some of these um, distribution services, you know, give their information to these sites and whatnot. So if your tune is on any of these sites, even if I'm playing it, they're going to mute it because, right, because you know, it's got copyright. Because it's got copyright yeah. and I haven't proven it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obnoxious on the Twitch. Yeah. It happens every time. Yeah. So annoying. How yeah. did you get Span dark mode? That's mind-blowing. Uh, yeah, it's right in the... Uh, yep. um, it's literally just right there. Oh, that's so sick. Somewhere. I can't Display. remember. No. 
I don't think it's something you download. No, it's definitely it's just, just like it? yeah, yeah, it's just like there. I can't okay. remember cool, yeah, where I'll it is. It, it was just a button. I was like, oh sweet, there we go. Oh, that's so sick. Which I linked that in chat, folks. If you want to pick it up, it's free. It's uh, worth every penny. Yeah. Span is crucial. Um, it's worth every not penny. For <laughs> reference, let's grab. Hey, look. You got some works open. Um, thank you. So this is Sleepnet. Um, Nick from Noisia. So it's gonna be basically impeccable. Look at that chonker. <laughs> um, let's a little saucy. Grab a little section. We're gonna slowly turn it up because like it's probably pretty loud. Yeah. Oh yeah, we would have been blasted. Yeah. Should turn the master down so we can see the full volume version. Yeah, that's a good call. Oh, wow. It's over here. There you go. There we go. Flat. Yeah. So, look at that uh, high cut though. Yeah, right. right. That is insane. Well, that's MP3. Yeah, that's. Oh, right. I see. Yep. I see. Yep. Um. So one of the main things. Or you- maybe it's not. Maybe I, it just cuts out up no, there. No, I'm cause... pretty sure it's MP3. That's okay. what every every yeah. one of my reference tracks oh, really? has that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is going, the bass is definitely going a little bit over minus 30, like the sub uh, hump, you can see. Yeah, I'm going to bring this up to zero. Yeah. Now the ceiling is zero. But what I'm also going to do, and this is crucial for me, so actually, I'm going to change the slope to zero. Yeah. So, so there's no slope. No. Because this is how... I learned how to read it. You can have it at three, which is what most EQs come at. Okay. So this is where you kind of want it to look flat. But a true EQ where there's no curve, and we'll turn up the block size so we can see all these little bits. So now if we were using that, I would obviously think my sub is just right out of the world. <laughs> right. But this right, this is giving you this is giving you true value. So Notice how the sub is up here at negative five. Yeah, so we're not dealing with a minus thirty to thirty six roll. No, but we are kind of messing with a slope of that amount. Okay. So the idea the way I learned it is wherever your sub fundamental lies. It doesn't really matter. It can be negative 12. It could be negative four. Mm-hmm. Just as long as you're high, high end around 10K, this is pretty, again, rule of thumb kind of thing. Yeah, is you want it about 30 to 35 decibels less over the course of your fundamental. To your 10K? To your 10K. You want that much drop so off. What, what do we got on 10K here? We got, um, we got about 35. 30 yeah. to 35. You said 30. Or, or th- 35 to 40, excuse me. You said three times, right? Yeah, ab- about. And his sub is sitting around negative four. So. Um, neg- negative three. Okay. So that four. obviously, yeah. that's so, obviously going a little bit over our ratio there. That's, that's basically, but that's basically the slope you want. And then you want everything else to kind of fit within that range. Obviously, you can have some mids peeking out. He's got like, he's got a giant dip, uh, yeah. and then he's got a node. That's why well, that's that. why that one node is louder because yes. it can be louder because there's, there's an extra headroom next to it provided by those empty spaces. Yeah, that's, that's, right? that's a, does that a bit lot of a trip the, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Like I've seen a lot of people do that, where they cut out all that section of that like low mid. Um, yeah. Sometimes you might want really something accent like that. something down yeah. the road. 
So I guess it does. It's like depends on kind of what you're going for, what style. Totally. Yeah. Now, Malo, now the snares coming snare is. in. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And it's right in that space. Jeez. I'm and all it's about lined that. Lined up with that little uh, the node for that loud, melody thing. Loud snares suck. <laughs> Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I usually try and keep to this rule of thumb here, where. Like, I'll usually have my sub while I'm mixing. It's hitting, like, negative 10. And then my high end is around negative 40, negative 50. And then when you start balancing things and pushing them against the limiter, the sub will go up to, you know, 4, 3, and then my high end will come up. And sometimes the high end will come up too much. And I'm like, oh, okay. Let, Let me go to the source, bring it down so it's not hitting the limiter as hard. And the whole thing breathes a little bit. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. Or I'll have to do the same to the sub because the sub is hitting, but my high end's down here at like right. 60. And instead of pushing the high end up, I bring my sub down mm-hmm. and I push the whole thing up and it just immediately sounds way, way, way yeah. better. So um, have you been only using this real uh, kind of way to do it lately? Or um, like I a rather uh, real interpretation of. I the... would say since about August is when I okay because I joined so, Noisy's dis or not Discord uh, Patreon, and they had a video. Um, actually, no, it was not no Noisy's Patreon. This was a random thing called Sample Genie. It's like a, it's like a oh yeah bass gorilla of the UK yeah. kind of thing, and they had uh, TB from Calix and TB. Oh yeah, he had a he was going over some mixing tips. And this was his thing. He's like, when you're looking at a spectrum, put it to no curve. Um, so, and then this is kind of the base ratio I'm looking for before I mix. And then I want to make sure I maintain it for once the mix is done and okay. I know I'm good. So can you show me one more time how to uh, select that? Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So okay. we'll bring in default span here. Yep. Because I'm going to go change this when I get home. You did have like the right idea though, because yeah, yeah it's totally it, right, right. It's that. it's basically yeah. the exact same thing. It's just more. Um, and I don't think one is it's necessarily. Not, it's better. not. Yeah, well, it's, not, it's this, just this is a more accurate. Yeah. Right. Like okay, way so this one is better because what you'd have to do is you'd have to go to some studio and they have like an EQ and you'd be like, all right, what's the slope on this EQ? They're like three, of course. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, now I got to do math to make sure I figure out that I'm mixing correctly or whatever or but most of the time most EQs are what you want them to be at no slope okay they um, at least so, have an option for it typically right do you guys know so, why that became a thing I don't know how do people start sloping it no the slope is is great because you can see yeah you can see everything. it makes more sense visually as far as like if you don't know what you're doing I guess that's fair. Like right, that's with the slope. This is so what, it looks yeah, you want flat. it to be flat. It kind of just looks nice. It's easy to tell when things are too loud. My my, my blah, question blah, 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 blah. is, how is this the same as oh, your sub bass is? Yeah, how how is that so the it's, same? It's literally taking. Yeah, it's just that's ta- what it's doing. It's just taking the signal and tilting it. It's not changing sound or anything. It's just tilting. So my my question is. Wouldn't wouldn't one of those be wrong because they're giving you different readings? They're giving you different levels. This of is what wrong. It. Yeah, this Flat. this is technically wrong. So it's modified to make it easier to read. 
Yeah, that's that, it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it, it is ridiculous. ridiculous. Weird, what you got to right? do. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, you giving you, them, it's giving you false it's information. Fine. Yeah. So, it's good. It's like a beautiful thing to be able to. <laughs> it's math. There's math involved there. It's, yeah. it's not the worst thing in the world. But I still think default should be like this, though. Just zero slope. Agreed. I mean, Agreed. I think you can change right. it. That, but yes. Yeah. To just Another add thing, so much more confusion to it. To so, <laughs> you got to set the slope to zero. What yep. I do is I speed up the average time and i also make the block size bigger just because yeah. i like to see the bottom end nodes yeah, a little I better did have a, oh, okay. i think i did have it on for 49 or 26 there mm -hmm. and then another something. thing you got to do since now that you've put the slope correctly is it's reading at negative eight at the top of the uh the y yeah. so you got to bring that up you just scroll up and set to it zero. to zero so that you can see oh gotcha cool. um nice. yeah and that's basically yeah You'll find this exact same thing if you pull up a ProQ3. Yeah, I was just going to do that. Um, ProQ3 automatically is built in with a slope. The slope. Mine is turned off. Mine is turned off, too. It's called tilt on them. I have it set to zero, but it's normally at three. Right. Which, now you get that flat. Mm, okay, okay. Okay. Look how flat it is. I know. I know, Amazing. that is Which, incredible. I bet if you go so, to 4 or 4.5, it's even, yeah, it's gross looking. No, I guess it, it would up. be nice for a little bit of reference, you know, if you're if you're working in the other one and, and just to see your final master, you know, oh, how, you know, And it's mainly just, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you reference things at a tilt of 4.5 decibels, then work at a tilt of 4.5 decibels. Like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. But if you reference it at zero, <clears throat> I feel like it's just, that's just, going to be better across the board right because you'll be able to act this is well, accurately telling you this is at negative 30 and this is actually at negative four yeah well, as opposed to the other the other one where it's like it's at negative 36 with a three decibel tilt you're like right it's necessary in my opinion why right. isn't his base hitting zero his sub and kick and stuff um, because I mean, he he, he could have ma mastered or rendered it out at negative point oh three, you know, yeah. decibels. You know, so it's I think actually yeah, restraint was telling me one time um that he does like a minus one point one. I do I do a little bit of a minus yeah. point. Minus one point. I usually one? do, I mean, but I keep forgetting oh. to set him at default. He, I mean, I'm sure he's getting his, you know, final masters to a ridiculous, oh, yeah. you know, luff, right? I mean, look where, at this, right? Oh my god! Yeah, so you have you have so much room to like back off look on at there. That. The smallest peak goes like minus three. And I, I feel like that's <laughs> so it's, fucking fat. Dude. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So crazy. What the fuck? That's premium. Oh, no, you're good. That's premium, <laughs> premium production right there. Uh, yeah. Do we need to use more compression? Is that yeah. What that right. Means? Still sounds good. It still is not even distorting. Well, How is see, that and I think that's the the huge benefit of it, right? I mean, he can he can jack that up two decibels and still, you, you know, for uh, you know more uh, intensity in a uh, set situation mm -hmm. and not be clipping. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, Caleb, do you happen oh, to have oh, 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 any restraint songs on your? At the ready? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Damn, that's okay. Just wanted to see what John's looked like in the limiter also. I've checked no. before, and it's like similar to that kind of vibe, but like I've never seen anything like that where it was just... Well, yeah, that's <laughs> noisy, dude. Yeah. That's noisy perfection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How? Like a Walker and Royce. That would, that would work. Um, 
And I mean, the, the I would say the quote unquote industry standard for Luffs is you're talking minus six, right? For the most part, for like bass music, that's a pretty I think. good way to go. Or like EDM yeah. and stuff, yeah. Word? Dave, that kind of sounds like you. Well, it's good to know. I should probably just start recording vocals more. <laughs> in all reality. Oh, yeah. See, this is more so what, what I'm used to looking at. And their low midsection is more filled. So, also uh, the other one. He's a negative six. Negative 35. Exactly 30. Oh, yeah. yeah and, huh. and look at that. It's a perfect line down. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here, folks. Yeah, do the... Hi, bad folks. There you go. Oh. <laughs> so you can see that's negative six up here. And it goes down to basically exactly negative 35. Do it in pro L. This is Walker Royce. Yeah. yeah. Forget uh, about it. Pro L. Forget about it. Oh. You're good, mate. Oh, they still have a good little chunk there, too. Negative six. Look at mm. them. What the? F <laughs> Are you kidding? That was that was okay like half the way through that, though. I know, right? If you have a really good mix, if you have like a really balanced mix, you can hit it with a yeah. limiter pretty hard. Yeah. So should and you? you don't and, hear it. Well, should you hit it till it starts to distort? Is that what you uh, guys do or no? Well... I think like we were saying, like if Dependent. you can, it it depends on the kind of music you're making. But um, if I had the option, I would I would say go as close as you can to minus six, and uh, on like the that, master, like drop it. Minus six luffs uh, on the. Um, oh, minus six luffs. Yeah. Okay. okay um, yeah. If you can get as close as you can to that, I would say, um, like the last noise or two we were listening to. You don't need to make it, you know, much louder than that. I think they had it at minus four, and you could still go up two dB. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's insane. Noisia but, has to do that, though. Yeah. That's, yeah, you know, most military-grade music. Yeah, that is military-grade music. Yeah. Yeah. Armor-piercing <laughs> rounds. Yeah. 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 100%. 100%. Oh, my God. That's so good. That's an AT-130. It's just hard to imagine, Sound of man. freedom. It is, right? Yeah. That is. Do you guys think there's going to be a America. point where we start to hit like minus one luffs or just zero luffs altogether? I watch it fucking blow that out of the water. I don't know. Let's, I let's think we go will. plus four. Because Noise is hitting six, right? And then Skrillex, like Whoa. those two tracks he dropped a while ago, he flexed it on screen and it was hitting like minus 3.2 or something. The, the Noise so of the two we just listened level. to was, was hitting minus four, minus like 3.5 oh, before oh, yeah, we okay. put up the plus two. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. right up there with that, if not. And if you listen there. to that track, it does not sound that loud. No. It sounds like lush and mm. nice and full and so warm. Nice. Yeah, and chalky. <laughs> the the highs snares. are just like yeah. sizzling just, up there. Yeah. yeah it's Which I think a lot uh, of that has, has to do with cutting things off around the 7K mm -hmm. mark so that you can slam it and it takes a while before it hits the high end. It's exactly like it what you're going while. for, dude. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have to have your high end that loud before it hits the limiter. The limiter is just like, just yeah. sucks it right up to everything else. Okay. Which is crazy. Could be the benefit of just producing with lower highs, I guess, but I don't know if that is actually. Yeah, and being aliens. 
<laughs> that helps them. I'm so what if, what if we just had a sine wave? How loud could you get just that? Could you get that to like negative seven, negative six? Well, no, I think so. One, without or processing? without doing anything to it. Or, I mean, you can do stuff to it. Like I yeah. guess it, if it distorts and adds I mean, some harmonics, it distorts. It. But I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, it's gonna be. I, I feel louder. like you would have to be able to get it to, you know, anything else that you can get, you know, that high or low or, you know, close to zero. Um, because you you're, basically get it to zero. I mean, you're right. using mostly Shut sine waves, right? Or you're using eventually. a lot of sine waves. <laughs> right. It'll clip, but it'll get there. Yeah. It'll yeah. not sound good, but it'll be that I loud. Mean, I'm going to try that later. Well, we, I just want to see if I can do it. I am kind of interested. Report back. Okay, yeah, dude, I'll hit you yeah. up for sure. <laughs> okay. This is not. I'll give you an idea of what it is. Yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, let's just do it. I mean, we are in a lab, so. Yeah. Do you have any Luffs measure analyzer thing? There. Do I have any? Luffs measure? I was gonna say there Boom. are quite some. Oh, that. this does give you Luffs on. Just right there. Oh damn. Just read that. I don't have that on my. That's uh, what we've Pro been L. reading this whole time. Yeah, that's what we've been reading this whole time. Oh, L- I wasn't L2? reading that. Do you have L two? Is that that's not I an L one? Huh? That's why. Yeah. There's an L three. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I have the latest one. I have yeah, one. I'm pretty sure it's L two, and it has it. No, dude. I, I actually there is a Q three and Q three. Okay, Q3. sorry. No, 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 never mind. There's that. a timeless yeah, three. Yeah, no. I have I have the latest L for sure. Okay. Yeah. So I need to get two. It'll basically sound like this. Aww. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it's so cute. Boom, no, boom, boom, boom. How loud will an 808 go? <laughs> do you just want to do an and and away? I mean, it's basically the same thing. So, it just has a pitch. And it's got some. A little bit of noise or whatever. Boatload of. Boatload of distortion on it. Will you hand me my other beer, sir? Thank you, thank you. Oh, you need another limiter. Hey. Let's get this to the max, though. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you're not listening on headphones, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> for, for now. So we're at I mean, 6.9. And if we open the attack, it's going to start distorting quick. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which, apparently, Luffs, a lot of what it's reading is... <laughs> like right. 2k right and that's that's really? a lot of the thing with Luffs. it's what? reading from like 2k and up that's it really yeah so it's not even that accurate then not really it is on like well, a full scale like the full spectrum but if you're just throwing a sine wave at 30 hertz it's not going to think it's that loud until you slam it up against a wall and it gets lots yeah, of fuzzies yeah 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 okay so make a sine wave at 3k so and blast it <laughs> It's going to destroy us. Yeah, never mind. (laughs) The worst thing you could possibly do. So this is two L2s. (laughs) That's not that bad. (laughs) I need another one. It's a good 808. Oh, my God. It's still not even getting two, though. (laughs) So that's what Skrillex gets to. That's what his music basically is. Go to a momentary lifts on that. That's all he does. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at it, I guess. Uh, he got into the twos. I got into the twos. 2.5. Oh, Did you? you oh. I want to see some ones. Let's Come see. on. Can we hit the one? 
There oh, it yeah, is. Just there it is. <laughs> We're in the twos now. Oh. <laughs> Where is? Yeah. Yeah. Was that multiband? There it is. There it is. Oh, let's <laughs> oh, go. We did it, folks. <laughs> Guys, you, oh, you ain't ever heard a better just, 808 in your life. I saw plus for a, I saw plus Why for does a second. it sound so sick? It honestly sounds well, sick, yeah. It'll sound better if you throw this bad boy on there, dude. Throw like a <laughs> throw a saddie on there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no. Oh yeah, it's still getting 1.5. Dude, honestly, just resample that and freaking cash money. Do you guys think a Fletcher Munson curve would help at all? So you still get some sort of loudness, but it still doesn't flavor blast your ears in the worst spots? Flavor blast! Do well, you have a default this... Fletcher Munson? No. Caleb, why? Because <laughs> I've never I had to do that. I think <laughs> that would actually... Be, yeah. I think there's one in the EQ8 Is presets. it really? Oh, that's cool. Probably wouldn't I be a bad be wrong. Um, spot to be doing that little 7K trick or, you know, high... Uh, maybe informants. Yeah, right. Slight high pass trick. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I've definitely seen them. But I don't I don't know why you would use it. It doesn't make sense for me to, to use that. You just need to be aware of it. That's fair. You need to be aware of it and not overdo it in the 3K region. Mm-hmm. That's it pretty much sounds yeah. pretty sick. I uh, I do have a <laughs> tune. Actually, sounded nice. I have a tune that I did do a lot of that it's kind of distorted, fluttering uh, sub bass. No, no, um, sounds very similar. Nice, yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, the Bart, dude. The Bart is one of the you best know, things ever. You know, what that uh, that would be good for is um, you know, throwing a little delay on that delay oh. and reverb okay. and uh, <laughs> using it as a little bit of a you know, fill or pad, like we were saying, mm. for those minimal tunes you got. Hey, mm -hmm. you heard it here first, folks. Might mm -hmm. might be hearing it. Oh, that yeah. sounds so <laughs> sick. Dude, I'm you, delay the Nothing hell is out happening on more right? release. Yeah, just send it. Okay, oh, my God. So when we end up making the track, the Radla, we, yeah. we have to get a minus one loves <laughs> fucking... We've been talking about doing that after like a rattlesnake tail. Like it's yeah, it's trying. The ending on it is the best part. It's like I love that. I actually do love that. I know, right? Ooh, the oh, it went, oh, it went plus. It went plus. It went plus. It did. It did. It did. That's possible. I synced it. We broke. We broke the world, guys. Okay, so that's it went, not even oh. possible to do. Yeah. Well, I guess it'd be sound a fun, fun noise to throw into your track at the beginning of a drop. Yeah, oh. just... the fake out drop. Yeah, just explode the dance floor. <laughs> blow just out, the blow out the fucking functions that you're on or whatever. Oh. Holy shit! All right, we're getting out of Ableton, folks. Yeah, no, we can't. Can't be trusted. No, it's getting out of hands. We're getting into plus so 07. Much. I love that so much. Holy smoke! Cheers. Cheers, man. Yeah, we fucking, we did it. I've never seen that before. Shout out Skrillex. Shout out Josh Pan. Shout out Noisia. Shout out that other boy who singer songwrites. And shout out Noisia. Yeah. Holla, holla. Yeah. Shout out those guys. Shout out Tempo Shaman. Shout out Tempo. Thank you for coming on tonight. Showing up today. Yeah, thanks for coming out, man. Driving a long, long ways. He drove like basically cross country. Well, pretty much. Not quite. 
spot. All across Colorado. Yeah. A beautiful new and spot. More. Beautiful new studio. Studios. Out here in Easter Island. Yeah. Yep, Greendale, Easter Island. Long drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice to France. see you in the France. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Guys. Wee oui, wee. Oui. We love you for listening to this. We love you guys. Um, God oh, wait, bless. Wait, wait. Uh, drop your, uh, you want to you wanna plug? Um, yeah, go ahead and plug all your stuff. Plug you know, it we up. got a Tempo Shaman 9 uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Tempo Shaman on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Facebook. Hmm. Yeah. Yada, yada. Yep. Nice. And you can catch us at Always400Official on everything, Yep. basically. Uh, yep. Go to Always400.com for all the uh, the drops and uh, info you could ever need. Stay tuned. Oh, uh, also, one more announcement. We're dropping our first Pornhub video. Oh, holler. Always that. Pornhub is coming out. It's going to be hot. It's oh, going to be fire, yeah, dude. Y'all have no clue. <laughs> You're not even <laughs> ready. <laughs> does not have anything to do with the synthesizer. Bussin'. <laughs> Bussin'. All synthesized <laughs> fucking noises. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool to kind of do the music. Thanks, folks.